Welcome to episode six. Six. Zach Coomer is on yep. the ball because he knows what episode it is. And, and I forgot. We're here with Kyle Ragers. He's a, he's a rager. Hey. Is it okay if we use your last name? Oh yeah, I guess. Okay, since he basically already did in some form. It's uh, it's Kyle Kyle Rogers, but don't look him up because he's not famous for anything. Like yeah, that. and it's like our past uh, guest. Right. So you're not gonna find anything. <laughs> right. Yeah, because that's Mr. Rogers. Because Ian Dunlap's super famous. Oh yeah, I forgot. Well, he. he I'm just kidding. He was just, <laughs> I did not was, mean any offense to Ian. I love Ian. I, he needs yeah. to come on this more. No, on the I, podcast. More. I asked him if he wanted to come on. On the podcast? Come on his dick more. Come say, on, dude. Come, come where? <laughs> right. My mom listens to this. But, uh... <laughs> no, that, that was a shot at Aaron now, too, right? <laughs> All right, yeah, if you want to bring it up. <laughs> I wasn't going to. All right. So, anyways, now that we're done fucking shit talking... Yeah, to all our friends, and now we're so, gonna have no friends. All, all the past. Guests. No, I'm, I'm just all gonna the tell past them not to listen. Yeah. I'm just gonna tell them not to listen. Also, Kyle, if you want to lean back, that boom scoots out of that arm, or you can scoot the whole stand towards mm-hmm. you. All right. If you want to sit back, um, we haven't. We've been a little absent. I, also, I have this weird feeling that my microphone feel sounds weird. So, if that's true to all the people listening, all the fine. thousands of people listening, I'm yeah. sure. All, all the two I'm people sorry. listening. But we had a bit of a hiatus where... Um, two weeks. Well, kind of, no. It was like, yeah, I guess two weeks. I don't know. But the Techni- first week... But actually, technically, it's about two and a half weeks, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest here and say... <laughs> that, <laughs> the fucking sock is everywhere. But um, that first week... Uh, you were like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm doing something right now. Where, where were you at, Summit? Um, yeah, yeah, I was at Summit Racing with Gavin. He yeah. was getting parts there, and um, you, that's when you said you were kind of tired. Well, no, that was kind of a lie. Oh, damn, I'm sorry. But, yeah, I just wasn't sure exactly when I was going to be home, so. Well, see, the thing was, I would have totally been down, but at the time, I was watching that OJ made an America trial thing, blah, blah, blah. You know, the, uh, the documentary. Oh shit. Yeah. And I started watching that and I was like, huh, I don't <laughs> want to move because I kind of want to watch this. I feel it, man. So yeah, that's, that's what I did. And then what last week was what? mother's day. Oh yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. That was, that was a good day. I guess that that was what three days ago. That feels like yeah. No, it feels like a lot longer. Last week, but it's only been a week and a half, two weeks and a half. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, but glad to be back. Yeah, for and sure. And glad to have um, one of my best friends Kyle Rogers on the podcast. Episode six. It only took six episodes for him to be like, yeah, these mm-hmm. guys are legitimate. <laughs> yeah, for we're us the real be, deal. For us to be good enough for him. So yeah, no, just had to make sure. No, I feel it. Had to wait till it was, you know, legit established. You wanted to hop on the fucking. That's true. Wagon. No one like who was on Joe Rogan's first podcast. I feel like no one knows. I don't even know. Probably Joe Rogan. Yeah, because I think the iTunes it doesn't even go that low. Let's look. This it up. might go into like okay. the six hundreds. I think. Oh fuck! All right, uh, Mr. President. First, Mr. President. How old are you? First JRE podcast. Oh, uh, he was with Brian Redman. 
That looks janky as hell. You need a website. Number one. Wow. It's only got 186,000 views. Skip ads, bro. <laughs> it's only got 186,000 views. Oh, this is a... Sorry. <laughs> Look how young he is. <laughs> Holy shit. That's crazy. So they're... They probably don't know. Make me hard. Is that what the sign in the back says? Yeah, it does. Oh, that's great, dude. That's fucking great. It looks like they're using a webcam. It's super choppy. That's Brian Redband in the back? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Everybody's got to start somewhere. And we're in a living room right now, so I guess it's not that different. But we're not we're not streaming online either. Why are you on your phone? Because huh? I'm talking to hoes and tricks. Okay, dude. I did not mean that. I respect women mo- for the most part. He meant just tricks, actually. I was thinking about yeah. that. And, tricks uh, are for kids. Like on the second episode when we were talking about the girl that stood me up. Oh, there's development on that, by the way. Really? But I kept saying bitch over and over again, I'm pretty sure. Did you really? And I apologize. We, yeah, we were. We had some Even alcoholic beverages in our system. So... But uh, did did you want to elaborate on that some more? Oh yeah. Oh, um, it was like two weeks ago. I forgot to br- bring it up. Uh, the last time we were on. Yeah. Yeah. But she, uh, I get a text message. It's like six o'clock in the morning on the dot, and it says "Happy Birthday, Heart." And I was like, question mark, nothing. And then later at like nine o'clock, guess what text I got? "Happy Birthday, Heart." And I was like. Okay. Ha, 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 what ha. the fuck does that even mean? What kind of joke is that? I don't know. I I think she just meant to go to like another Zach, but she she clicked on she got me twice though. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but it's whatever. Honestly, it wasn't until like we we talked about her like today that I was like, oh, I forgot that whole thing was a a thing. Right. But, fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Mm. Beer, but um, first thing I want to talk about, I kind of started talking about it the uh, the TV show shit, TV show shit, like Netflix, and how Netflix is like a fucking turning into a monopoly, right? <laughs> like, I don't even owning the game. I don't even like movies anymore. That's how much Netflix has ruined my life. What do you mean by? Like, you're more of a TV series watcher? Yeah. I, I literally cannot watch a TV or a movie to save my life anymore. Like, I watched, uh, what, Split and Arrival. Dude, that was the last two movies I went and saw. It's weird as shit. You see, you see any of those, Kyle? Yeah, I've seen both of those. What movie did we... We went and saw John Wick. I saw yeah, John Wick, too. Oh, yeah. The sequel. See, I just... That was I couldn't badass. get into a, that action movie type shit. I'm not about that life. I feel like the thing with Netflix is they've really, they've added so much more content, but they've really cut down on the quality. When it comes you, you think, to you think that? You think it's a, they're compromising quality? I mean, there's obviously some really good aspects to Netflix, right. but they've really, if you see some of the movies on there, they're just, they're all like the B movies you used to see on sci-fi when you were a kid. That's true. Okay, yeah. so like, are you saying like, as far as like, movie... Oh, you're talking about, like, the actual shows? Yeah, like, no, like actual movies. Like, their or, shows, I mean, the shows are great. Some of the shows on there are, are real good, but mm-hmm. in terms of, like, quality content, I feel like it's really 
hit an all-time low. Just because they wanted to, like... They've, they've added so much more. Yeah. But it's just not as good as it used to be. You know, you mm-hmm. can't go on there and find some of the movies that were on there a few years ago that you're like, oh... These, yeah. You've seen these movies at the Oscars before. Uh-huh. It's just... Yeah. But have you seen... Um, 13 Reasons Why yet? I have. You have? Have I you have seen, seen it all? I've seen all of it. Okay. I have not, so I'm interested to see how you guys... I've, uh, I've seen like four, and I'm I'm obsessed. It, like, I think about it all the time, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know. Like, I, it's a good show, but what I was thinking is it's kind of like glorifying suicide, because, yeah, I mean, sure. I haven't seen it all, but I feel like they're like this... She's just like kind of bitchy in a way oh she, and yeah definitely like i i like that they brought like the whole suicide thing to light but i i mean it, it was a book right before that i'm pretty sure yeah yeah but um yeah i'm kind of i just i really like the show but at the same time i'm like this is gonna spike uh this might spike suicide but isn't there another show that already did that gossip girl I, I never, I never saw. That. I didn't see the gossip. There's another, there's another, or maybe it's Pretty Little Liars. Maybe Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, isn't that about a girl who's dead? I don't know. Keeps sending them letters or something. I think that is the premise. Actually. Yeah. Huh. But um, I can see what you mean by that point, though, for sure. Yeah, I mean it just it's like making it seem normal almost. Yeah, like she. You, do you know what it's about? I no. mean, for those that. Well, I, I think. One of you guys explained it to me. She keeps leaving these tapes or something. Yeah, she left, uh, what, 13 tapes? Yeah, and, and she, she wants them to go around to each of the people that she basically blames. For her suicide? Yeah. It's 13 reasons why. Right. It's fucking shitty. Which, it's it's hard for me to really give my, a good review on that show because um, in terms of development, I just never actually liked Hannah, you know? And that's kind of, I feel like that's really important in the show. You know, you really want to develop the characters in a way that you yeah. actually re- really feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. But No, you don't. A lot of the situations, once you, you know, move farther into the show, you'll realize that you really don't feel bad for her because she puts herself into some really bad situations. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, you could have avoided a lot of this if you would have just made a different... It, it, I know it sounds kind of mean, but if you see... When, once you actually watch it, you'll understand. Like, okay, what were you thinking? Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. what were you thinking? I mean, she's she's <laughs> ruining other people's lives, and like, I haven't seen it all, but like, if I got one of those tapes, I'd be like, fuck. Like, if yeah. if I got sent one of those, like that would wait. Be... Does she send them to the people that? Yeah, there's is... she. She has a guy, and he when she does the when she commits suicide, he sends these tapes out to everybody oh, all, all the people all 13 people and then the rule is um like when they're done right they uh they pass it on to the whoever else it starts with the very first tape which is the very first person that she has some sort of history with mm-hmm. and she gives they were the first people to receive the tapes from this character whose name is tony and then they are said to pass it on to the next person or something bad is supposed to happen which makes you think that maybe there's a second set of tapes that they're going to release to the public. Yeah, that's, wait, so yeah, do yeah, all yeah. 13 tapes go to the first person? Well, they go to all the people on the tapes. At the same right, time? But it starts with the first person. No, there's only one set of tapes that we know of. Oh, yeah. is that how it works? 
Yeah, the first person gets it, they listen to him, and then they pass him on to the next person. Okay. And in the series, we are listening to Clay, and I can't remember the exact tape that, that he is, but it's later on in the show. Yeah, and I'm so, excited to hear about his. Oh, it's it's but, it's an interesting show. It's a very yeah. interesting show. Uh-huh. I, I, I kind of want to read the book, too. Yeah. Just uh, get the actual, like, real thing, because yeah. I'm sure they've probably shortened, or doctored it up a little bit for TV or whatever, but... Yeah, in the book, he uh, actually listens to the tapes in one night. Oh, you, like, you, uh, you read the book? I've never read it, but I, uh, I, I know the premise. He, like, I guess he walks around town and listens to all the tapes in one night and just thinks about it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, for the TV show, they have to make it a little bit more dramatic. And, yeah, they gotta draw it out, too. I mean, they're gonna have a season exactly. two. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I mean, he was dead. Yeah, <laughs> what are they gonna do? Exactly. Oh, spoiler alert. Another dead girl. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely Fuck. spoiled it. I'm sorry. Hey, can you throw me that bottle opener? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely um, some cliffhangers at the end of the season. Really? I am so nervous to start another TV series, which is why I've, the past, like, two or three months, I've only been watching stand-up. Really? Yeah, on Netflix, nah. that's it. And it's because, like, I dive hard in the fucking tv shows mm-hmm. and when i watch them i watch like three or four episodes at a time like i will be up until like three in the morning right. watching trying to watch like binge watch these tv because i'm trying to like catch up yeah you know no. um you should check out shameless though when you decide to uh um have you seen shameless kyle i have i don't like it personally but you don't like uh, it. i know a lot of people that really do like that show a lot Dude, I was so I watched all. I mean, it probably wasn't the record breaking. I watched it like all six seasons in like a month. I was obsessed with it. I would watch like, I would come home from work, which I get home at like, eleven o'clock, and just watch, at least two episodes, just because I I couldn't fucking get enough. Right. I don't know what it was. It wasn't even like, wasn't even the best concept either. I mean, yeah. it was just a broke family trying to make it, and it somehow dragged you in for however what seven seasons and like it just i don't know i can't explain it but it was is it over or are they still making seasons no it's over oh really yeah okay. they're done with it but it was damn and that's another thing i like watching shows when they're done because that way i can watch them as fast right or through. as slow as i want yeah, yeah. i'm having prop i'm watching uh, i'm also i'm literally watching like everything right now i'm i i have like a list how do you keep track of it all like how do you like balance it out like me i like want to f- watch a series like all the way through oh yeah well that's what i'm, I'm watching uh i'm currently watching better call saul damn but yeah i want to start that i'm, all, so I'm all caught up on that so i've just been it's every monday a new episode comes out so in the meantime i watch 13 reasons why and yeah better call saul it's pretty good it's like it's almost like breaking bad you know how breaking bad starts right. out really slow have, yeah. have you seen breaking bad too Oh my! I'm on like season three, I think. Dude, of that what? Is Breaking a Bad. Phenomenal I'm currently show. watching it, but okay, good. Yeah, it's it's it. it starts off really slow, and it picks up a shit ton towards the end. And like the last season is a nail biter through and through. Like it was, I couldn't wait. Like every, it's insane. I watched it like it's insane. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that that really like got me into TV. Well, I guess. Uh, Dexter got me into TV shows. Dexter's great. Fuck yeah, this dude got me into Dexter, and that was the first series I ever watched. Like, really? Yeah, I went out and bought, like, didn't you, you had some of the seasons on DVD, didn't you? Yeah, I have one through seven. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have all And of them. I started watching those in the apartment when we lived together. Yeah. And that shit changed my life. Mm-hmm. Like, That was addictive. But if you like look back on that show, because I tr- I tried watching it again, like after after like a couple years of watching other series, mm-hmm. I wasn't that into it. I was like, this kind of sucks compared to today. Yeah, and could that also be like a reason, like also a con- like the fact that you've already seen it contribute to that thought process? Probably a little uh, bit. I just it was really over dramatic. You don't realize how over dramatic. No, did you realize how over dramatic? Yeah, some of it I was like, oh, okay, this it was is almost like, like a serial killer soap opera. Yeah, for sure. And I didn't realize that the first time, but when I watched it the second time, I was like, shit. But just, just the way he reacts to characters like Rita or anybody in the police force. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it doesn't have a really good replay value. No, no I think. But yeah, the first time I watched, it, I was like. This is the best shit I've ever seen. Yeah, and I think yeah. it was like, um, just the fact of like that's another reason why I, I like I like watching shows late is because I have, you know, friends telling me about like you telling me about Breaking Bad, uh-huh. and then me watching it, and Tom too. Tom told like Tom watched Breaking Bad as it happened, and it was just telling me constantly like you got to watch Breaking Bad, and I was like okay, and then I had Kyle when I first started watching Dexter, just kind of saying like. Oh, when I finished the season, he talked to me about it, or he said, "Just wait until fucking season four. Oh, like, season we, four. We all know what alert. we Spoiler. all know what happens at season four, <laughs> and it's like fuck. Yeah. And then, have you guys watched Walking Dead? I refuse. I don't. I, I've watched it up to season five. I don't. Yeah, I don't know where I left off, but after a while, I was like, "Fuck this shit!" Like it's it's literally the same thing every episode. I, like, I feel like they, they just have a cookie-cutter template. Like, we're going to kill zombies. Yep. you got to defend your freaking plot of land that you're living on. And there's going to be some real person out there who's going to give you some fucking problems. And let's have some that. sex thrown into it. Like, sex. What's the... Yeah, relationships. Fuck oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. What's the, like, time frame from when he wakes up, Rick, to where it is now? Because I feel like a lot of those, those factions developed so fast, and you know they, they're the last time I watched it, their one goal was to go north, and they were just taking their sweet time. Really? You see? Yeah, all I these, don't even remember when I left off. Yeah, you see all these towns. There's people are just like Alexandria. Did you watch it that far? Into yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I saw mm-hmm. Alexandria. I that that was actually the uh, the season that I stopped in the middle of. Okay. Yeah. Same. It was like when when he started having trouble and he was like fucking going berserk. And there was a possibility of like you know kicking him out and or Rick yeah. kicking him out and shit. I, I don't know. Um, I've read the, I've read some of the comics and I mean I understand why they're dragging it on because you know how many comics, how many uh, Walking Dead comics there are. They're like hundreds. Really? Like yeah, they could go on with the show forever, but they really need to just. I had try. never watched it until this past season. Gavin would watch it every Sunday night, mm-hmm. and he'd have his buddy Austin and Tom would come over. So I watched it to like hang out with them, and it was like entertaining. It was something to do, but I never really like it was cool to watch, but it was also kind of boring. And I, especially after listening to Joe Rogan talk about it, mm-hmm. like how many times are you gonna watch like people just kill zombies? Like right. how long does it really take for civilization to rebuild itself against fucking? zombies okay yeah and, and 
Like he was saying, okay, what's fueling these zombies? Why have they just reached this stagnant level of decay where they're not decaying anymore? They've decayed a little, but they don't continue to decay or decompose, I guess I should say. True. And what are they eating when they're not eating humans to stay alive? Like the energy source, like I said. I want to say they they probably (laughs) eat animals maybe. That's true, yeah, probably. But see, my problem is, have you ever watched how slow those zombies are in the fucking series? There are. Are there even runners? I don't. I've never seen. No. Like, okay. A so, person. like a lot of video games you play, there's runners or mm-hmm. like, um, what was it? Left for Dead had the witches and like yeah. shit. And there's like different different levels. Yeah, yeah you know, it's scary yeah. as fuck. Yeah, I played the that witches game. were. But it was Walking Dead. I see. I, that's why I asked you guys because I haven't watched enough episodes. But if the, if there's no runners, like. Yeah, what is the point? Like, what is the real challenge here? Mm-hmm. Basically, no, just staying armed. Dying. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, people were dying from zombies, and it's like, okay, yeah, guys. Like, main characters got fucking taken off because of fucking zombies, and I'm like, you could easily outrun yeah. those motherfuckers. Like, they're not going fast. They're like, right? Oh man, there, that there was a, pisses a me off. And they were. It was like a, I forget what the exact name was, but it was like the Walking Dead Quitters Club. And after the newest season, I think, when... I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard about... Uh, forget his name, but... What's his guy, face in Baseball his bat? bad boy? Yeah, Lu- yeah. The, the Lucille, the bat. Yeah. And they killed off Glenn. And it was... Spoiler alert. It was finally <laughs> the moment where the Walking Dead Quitters Club quit. They are like, okay, you pushed it too far yeah. by taking off... Because I think they originally ki- killed the... Red haired character Abraham. Okay, yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, okay, they're just killing him." And then they killed Glenn, and they're like, "All right, you're you're pushing it." Cause yeah, no, crazy. Glenn. He's he's one of the reasons I watched it. He's one of the best characters. Yeah. In the show. No, I wish fucking Rick would die off, and they would just make a fucking <laughs> series about <laughs> Glenn. Which one's Rick? The lead. Coral. Okay. You know. You never Carl? seen those? Like we're. I don't know. I just told you I've only seen like oh. a couple of the last seasons. But they they made a whole bunch of fucking memes about it, like uh about him, like the whole it was a coral thing, like I don't I don't know how to coral. explain it. You, did you ever you guys never <laughs> saw those memes? <laughs> no. Coral <laughs> Why would you do that, Coral? <laughs> I also heard that, that he um in in the show obviously the kid got his he got shot in the eye or something. Oh, did he? And he has to wear an eye patch now. So he's like a reincarnation of uh, <laughs> what's his name? That that you remember that one uh, um, leader of that town? Oh, the governor. Yeah, the governor. Yeah, the governor mate. I was like, that's that's funny that you know there's a zombie apocalypse and you get your eye shot out. But <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna make it. Don't worry, kid. You're well, gonna make it. Oh my god. That show makes me so mad. We have all the doctors in the world working on it. Okay? Right. It's okay. Top hospital facilities. You're going to survive. <laughs> Put an eye patch on. Yeah. Just, just swoop. Put some dirt in it. Have you guys ever thought about the end of the world, though? Like, what it? What do you guys think it would be? Like, what do you think would happen to cause... Honestly... <sighs> nuclear war. Yeah, nuclear war, for sure, is probably okay. the most realistic. Um, yeah. As far as zombies, I think you'd have... You'd have more of people killing other regular people than zombies killing people, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once yeah. it goes into, like, that martial law, like, 
no rules really exist. Like, mm-hmm. everybody stay inside. Like, you get a lot of people that just do whatever the fuck they want. Oh, yeah. Start busting caps. But yeah. I think... Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just you'd have to defend yourself against other regular people more than anything else. Oh, yeah, for sure. But the funny thing is I fantasize, like, because have you ever played, uh, have you guys ever played Fallout? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I fantasize about a fucking, like, that kind of end of the world. Like, I don't know how far you guys have delved into that game, but I've gone so far into it where I'm literally just in my house 24-7 outside of work playing it like when, um, Fa- when fallout 4 came out that's all i fucking did and i just oh definitely i literally thought about it all the time and i was like man i wish that we could have like an end of the world kind of like this in a way you know i'm gonna be a piece of shit and just say i've never played any of those games even though kyle got me one of the games for my birthday Dude, or they, christmas once i found out about settlement building and how you could like line up your uh supply routes Oh yeah, I've never actually gone into that. That's I lined up all my supply routes that I could line up to uh, the main sanctuary, mm-hmm. and I just built a bunch of stupid shit. Yeah, I literally just, just occupied for so many hours. Yeah, it's, just, it's like insane. fucking Minecraft or The Sims. That's but Fallout Four. You have a that? gun. Mm-hmm. That's Fallout Four. Okay, but yeah, I, how does it come about? Nuclear Fallout or yeah, it's nuclear. Okay. Um, the the beginning scene. This is no no uh, spoiler to anybody, but it's uh, you, it's it's like set in like like the nineteen like what what's the time like nineteen fifties forties. It has to be. But it's like a futuristic. Like they have they have uh, robots that like they have like uh, Mr. Handy. Not like Bioshock. Like isn't Bioshock based in like the well, eighteen or nineteen hundreds? But know it's if like Bioshock has a real time frame. Future futuristic almost. Because it's like in, in a, a way, yeah. It's like in a different. Because Rapture is completely underwater, so yeah. right. I just it's got that r- weird vibe where it feels old it's like timey, si- it's like, but uh, but it's, it's not steampunk, but it's not cyberpunk, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's but, it. Like, it. It just sounds familiar to what like because yeah. I played yeah. the first Bioshock before, so. But I mean, that game's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> that game's yeah. Fucked. I, I played I played I think like the first Bioshock and it I was shit in my pants. Like, yeah, the whole hard. fucking time. Oh it's really it's really really hard. hard and, yeah, that's what she said. No, she didn't. Got him. <laughs> You're fired. But yeah, the best game in the world, I'd no. probably say, is Fallout. Like, I've really, never, I've never been so balls deep in something in my life. And like, I even went to the midnight premiere or like the midnight uh, opening of the game. I went and bought it at midnight. Really, I would never do that for a video game. But I was like, if I don't get this in the next one hour. That's weird because I've done that for every Call of Duty. I've done that really? For, I've done that for quite a few games. Not no, lie. I'm just kidding. I've never done that except for Black Friday. So, what what games have you uh, gotten? Um, uh, Skyward Sword, never Zelda for the Wii. Not the not the newest one. Um, oh fuck! I want to get I want to get my GameCube back out and play Wind Waker. Dude, I got a huge like I thought about the other day and just got a huge like gamer boner for it. <laughs> All those like uh, Instagram posts and Reddit posts about the the Switch and the Breath of the Wild, the new Zelda game. Yeah, I'm just like, damn, I wish I had a, a spare four hundred bucks that I could just fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, get my friends to come over and play some Zelda. It pisses me off because fucking Spencer has one. I love Spencer. Of he does. I need to. <laughs> he should be in this podcast right now. Fuck. 
Yeah, I was never a, a fan of Nintendo. Oh, but that does remind me. I did go and uh, go to Best Buy on the premiere, like a like a Wii, and I stood in line at seven in the morning to get the, like the first Wii when it came out. Really? It was like November of like two thousand seven or some shit. Where are you going, Kyle? I'm gonna have a little pizzle. <laughs> a little yeah. Pizzle. I'm getting to that point, but I think we can still go on. Okay, yeah. If you want to, if you can <laughs> hold up until Kyle gets back, and then you can go. You want you want to just take a break real quick? I mean, we can if you want. Yeah, let's just do that. And then we can just start another topic when we get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, we cool. uh, we talked. Breaks are my thing. favorite because they're always like long as fuck for us. Yeah. But for people, it's like we're gonna end it right here, and then like now yeah. we're back from the break. But just kidding, we're not. And it always we lights. Haven't even. I feel like we get a second wind really hard. For sure. On our second, like our second part, you know. Yeah. I, I always feel a lot more confident. So. Okay. But let's take a break. But for sure, the break's gonna be right here. And now we're back, just like fucking magic. Like, just like how long were we gone? Like. I'd fifteen say, minutes at yeah, least. Fifteen minutes. So, but it was literally no time. I freaking love the magic of podcasting, yeah, man. I love that shit. But. So a little bit change of topic. Zach is going to go into his realm of uh, UFC. UFC, and this past weekend was UFC 211. Correct. Yes. Mundo. Where we have, um, he's got a video pulled up right now of Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, we're just going to start from the bottom. Okay. And kind of work up, but uh, good deal. Good deal. It's kind of funny how uh, the Alvarez Poirier fight was on. Uh, it was on the undercard, like it wasn't. On the main event card, and I don't know. I should have recorded that. I didn't realize it was on FX, but whatever. So that's so weird. Um, unfortunately, I due to work, I wasn't able to um, watch most of the fights. But um, yeah, that's gonna be dope. Um, you getting off uh, Saturday afternoon? Oh yeah, I know. Um, we should we should start watching these together. I'm down. For sure. Yeah, maybe even trying like a freaking... Uh, During like, type thing? Kind of like a fight companion type thing. I'm fucking down for that, especially because um, we could be talking about other stuff while there's yeah. like the little medley, med- meddling in between. Mm-hmm. For sure. But um, so Kyle, Kyle is here. He just hasn't said a single word yet. He's back. Hello. Um. What happened with this Eddie Alvarez? This wasn't even the main card, but uh, I'm trying to. Um, was his last fight uh, Conor McGregor? I want to say yes. It's funny that he went from main event to I'm, undercard. Don't take my word for after it. After Conor McGregor knocked him out. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, Conor McGregor just ran through everybody, even though I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, Eddie Alvarez was supposed to. I, I think the odds were in his. I, I need to look back. I haven't looked back on that shit in forever. But um, so what had happened was um, <laughs> when the uranium atom split. Eddie Alvarez versus Dustin Poirier. Um, it was a good fight. Apparently, I I wasn't able to watch it. We're just watching the highlights. Um, yeah, it looks like a fucking Oof. brawl. Damn. I'm so pissed I didn't Alvarez see it. Beating the fuck out of Dustin. But right where there. it ended 
was it looks yeah Eddie Alvarez uh, was delivering some illegal knees to Dustin Poirier, and you see this in the uh, the Weidman uh, Musasi fight, right? Which we've discussed in an earlier podcast. Yeah. Okay. What's crazy is is I heard I didn't see this for myself, but Joe Rogan said that um, Dustin was telling people in the post interview not to boo Alvarez because mm-hmm. it's okay that he hit him. Okay, yeah. But I listened to the Big Brown breakdown with Brendan Schaub. It's one okay. of my favorite podcasts. Right. And I respect and you for that. And I need to start listening to that. Especially after these UFC fights, me being a guy on the outside, um, trying to learn more. Yeah. For sure. But he, he brought a different perspective to it. And there's also another thing uh, on his latest uh, podcast that I would like to maybe talk about if we have some time mm-hmm. after all this bullshit. But um, he was – Eddie Alvarez uh, was quite possibly losing this fight. And um, so with the, these knees – okay, it's our, it's been established pretty Wham. hardcore that – Hands Oof, with a hand Holy down on the ground, fuck. you don't deliver a knee to the fucking head. It's illegal, right? Yeah. And you, did, you twice. explained this okay. to me last time. Yeah. yeah. Herb Dean didn't call it the first time uh, when one hand was down. And. Um, right. Um, see, two hands were down. Goes for another freaking head is this, kick. This might even be the same video. Is there a guy like commentating on this? What do you mean? Yeah, okay. So people can't hear people listening can't hear the audio. But this the guy commented commenting commentating on this video was saying that there's so many discrepancies between this guy right here. Brian I don't know his Stan. name. Yeah, Brian Stan. Is that his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um he was saying there's so many discrepancies between the old rules and the new rules and what rules are being used used currently. And how different countries use different rules. There's just like too yeah, many. There, it's not too many over overlapping boundaries with rules. Yeah. And it's like, okay, the, do the refs? Obviously, the refs know the refs know the rules, but are, do the fighters know the rules? Like, yeah, everybody what, should know the fucking. Rules. Yeah, they should just be have fucking rules. They should be universal, mm-hmm. and they I, should and I stand by them. I don't think they are universal just yet. I want to because they 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 bring in different uh, athletic. Uh, administrations for like each like wherever they are i believe mm-hmm. so i think everybody's kind of like different on their stances right. and stuff right but it's been pretty hardcore established that you don't do a knee kick to the head when yeah. there's hands on the ground yeah right. so what brendan schaub brought to the table i'm gonna quote him because this isn't my fucking thought right um he he basically said that uh it was possibly looking that looking like eddie alvarez might might be might lose this fight so in kind of like a last ditch effort, he just fucking delivered some illegal blows to the head, and guess what they did? They called it a no contest. So it really Damn. worked out in his favor, because I mean, if it went went to the decision, I haven't seen the fight, but um, it sounded like the fight might have gone to Dustin Poirier. I don't right. know. Don't. And you can kind of back that up if you see his movement in general. The first knee he lands. Um, mm-hmm. Dustin Poirier is guarding his face, and then in the the final one when Herb Dean broke it up, he puts both his hands down, and I don't I don't care. Both his hands are down. Yep. But see, the rule is if one hands on the if Even like if a hands on is. the ground, you cannot deliver uh, a kick to the head. 
No, right, but what I'm saying is, at, at that point, it should have been blatantly obvious that, hey, he's on the ground. Like, yeah, stop yeah. doing it. So, I'm, I'm kind of, the way I look at it is, w- did you confirm that Conor McGregor was his last fight? Uh, I can look that up, but go ahead with your... Shindy. And there was like an argument that Joe was making, like the refs don't always, I can't always see, but it's in that one Cameron angle, you see, is it Herb Dean? Is that the name of the yeah. ref? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's standing there like pretty much getting the same angle that the camera is. Yeah. And I mean, I can't speak for him, but it's kind of fucked up. If you look at a lot of the, the pre-fight trash talk that Conor McGregor gave to Alvarez, he, he really put that guy down. So it wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if you know Eddie Alvarez in a last ditch effort to uh, win the fight did something illegal like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm after hearing that from Brennan Chab, I was like that that definitely is probably the reason he did that, and it worked out in his favor, no contest. Um, so if anything, they're probably just gonna rematch or whatever, and maybe yeah. Eddie, but. Eddie Alvarez, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a pretty old fighter, right? Like he's a, he's been around for a while. He was he was the champ too. That's the sad part. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So that that fight was kind of a disappointment. It was a good fight. Uh, ended in um a no contest. So you'll never know. And so let's let's move on to the next fight. Um. Uh, Edgar and Rodriguez. Let's see if they have the highlights up there. This is another fight that I did not see, but I heard it was nasty. Okay, I remember. Yeah, this I haven't now. looked into this one. Okay. Yeah, we're just. I gonna... watched the highlights from the last one, and then the Joanne and the Jessica one. Oh yeah. fuck. Frankie, he's been around for so long. Mm-hmm. But that dude's oh. a beast. Yeah, he's fuck. a veteran. He's got. The, some of the best heart in the UFC. That was a fucking sick takedown. Oh Brown my god! Oh my just, god! Just wait, just wait. Fucking oh my god! Just brutal. Oh my! You you gotta look at his eye. Ooh. Oh! Close shut. Yep. And they called the fight because of it. Look at him. He's spotless. Yeah. Frankie Edgar is. Spotless. Oh my god, dude. Have you guys ever watched uh Frankie I'd be like if I fought Kyle. Have you ever watched uh Frankie Edgar versus Gray Maynard? It's a trilogy? No. Oh, those are some Gray of the Maynard. the best fights in UFC history. You, really? you guys gotta watch them sometime. They're just three all out wars. I'll have to check that out. You really see I think the Gray Maynard won the first fight. And then the second fight it was a draw. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times do you hear about a draw in the UFC? Hardly ever. Yeah, and then the third fight, Frankie Edgar won. But Damn. you watch that fight, the draw fight, mm-hmm. and I mean, if, it, if the fight's going to be a draw, it's obviously an all-out war. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, okay, what's the difference between a draw and a no contest? A draw is basically um, the judges have come to the conclusion that they each, each fought of the equally. fighters respectively scored the same amount of points. Okay. Yeah. Whereas and a no whereas- contest is... There's some kind of yeah. Okay. No winner, no loser. You know. Okay, know. type I, thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's. It doesn't count, basically. Right. Um, like if a lot of the athletes test positive for steroids or drugs after the fight, a lot of times it gets called no contest. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, like the 
I'm trying to think of the exact fight. I think it was uh, Nick Diaz versus Anderson Silva. It ended up Anderson Silva won, but he tested positive for steroids, and Nick Diaz, I'm pretty sure, tested positive for marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't, don't quote me on that. It, but I'm it, absolutely that seems. I'm pretty sure I. I don't think I was around for that era. I kind of went on a pretty long hiatus of not watching UFC, but I'm pretty sure that's how I remember hearing it. Yeah. So it, it all depends on the scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So the next fight. This is when I started watching. Uh, it was uh, Damian Maya versus Jorge Masvidal. Um, this was. Um, Okay, the first round was literally just Damian Maya on Jorge Masvidal's back like a backpack, like the whole time. Because Damian Maya, he's uh, would you would you mind full screening that? For yeah, me? my bad. He's no, a you're fine. I just have jujitsu guy mainly. Like that's that's how he fights. Is based like he taps on anybody. Yeah, and so like the first minute into the first round of this fight, uh, Damian Maya. Takes his back, sta- takes uh, Masvidal's back, standing up. Who's who right now? Um, Masvidal's in red shorts. Masvidal's in Maya's red. in black. Black. Okay. And so basically, the whole fight was uh, Damian Maya trying to freaking get a rear naked choke on uh, uh, Masvidal. So I mean, it was somewhat of a boring fight. Yeah. But there was like. I was over at my uh, at uh, my friend Jeff and Skyler's house watching this, and they're all like, "Oh, uh, I bet that Masvidal is gonna win," because I mean, if you look at it, um, Mas Masvidal, I believe he he, he probably got uh, most of the uh, most of the striking and stuff, but da- uh, Damian Maya, he kind of had control the whole time. He, uh, I don't know, it was difficult. I I knew that. Maya was gonna win. It's crazy too, cause that dude's been around since 2001. He's an old fighter. He's 39 years old. Mm. And who, Damian Maya? He's still beating people left and right. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, look right here. That was literally the whole first Fuck. round, just on his back like a fucking spider monkey, just hanging on the whole time. It was literally, it was literally that the whole time. Which was cool. Everybody was booing and stuff because, I mean, there's no action going on. It's just him on his back trying to get that choke in and Masvidal trying to get out of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was it was kind of a – it wasn't a stalemate. Is Maya's the jujitsu guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he, wow. he ended up winning. But a lot of people, I mean, from where I was, thought that Masvidal was going to win. But the minute I fucking have any free time, I'm looking into fucking jujitsu and going back to yoga. Fuck, that was the yeah. that was the best I ever felt in my life. Oh, and dude. the most in shape I ever felt in my life was when I was doing yoga three days a week. I've always wanted to try fucking yoga, but have you I never was, tried it? No, I, I think we it. talked about this. When you, when you get off Saturday evenings or Sundays, we'll go mm-hmm. and we'll do a hot yoga together. That'd be dope. What about you, Kyle? I've never tried it. Dude, I'd be we're, down. we're fucking going, dude. Yeah, that'd be fun. The minute I tried it, ultimate respect to those people. You sweat your balls off. Yeah. And there's just like, 
I don't, I hate to always go back to Joe, but like how Joe says, there's like a clarity afterwards. Like mm-hmm. when you leave that place, you just kind of feel good and you just kind of feel focused. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's weird, but yeah, we'll do that sometime for sure. Yeah. That would be cool as fuck. Yeah. But, um, it was funny. I was at my chiropractor today. I forgot how we got on the subject of it, but I started talking about UFC He's like, oh, no way. That's cool that you're into that stuff because I'm actually heavy into jujitsu. Ooh. Yeah, and it turns out that, like, he, he's gone to Thailand for, like, to, to do fights and stuff, like, and uh, jujitsu matches Damn, there. that's and tight. He, uh, he's worked with a lot of uh, UFC pros. Like, uh, he said that Tony Ferguson came to town uh, one time, um, and they, they hung out, like, all day together and shit. Damn. I thought that was crazy. I was like, wow. Where does he practice jujitsu when he's in town? Um, I, it doesn't seem like he does anymore. Um, okay. But that's what I'm going to, I, that's what I need to look to look into is like yeah. any, the closest place around here that does it. The, uh, the closest, uh, what's that place? Um, there's uh victory mixed yeah. martial arts on 30th street. Yep. It's right by my mom's house. Yeah. That's the place you went. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought they just did like, MMA, like in general, I didn't know they specified. Oh, no. They do jujitsu, kickboxing, really cardio. Yeah. It's a great place to go. Yeah, definitely. A lot, a lot of nice that. guys there. The um, the guy that runs it, he's a real cool guy. Mm. But the good thing about uh, this chiropractor that I'm seeing, he he was like, yeah, I uh, I have some goals for in the future, like in the next five years. He says he wants to open a jujitsu, like a proper proper jujitsu gym. Really? And like he he he's uh he's saying how he wants to bring uh in the Canton Akron area? Yeah. He That'd wants to, he wants to he's trying to like talk and talk some of his uh Brazilian friends into coming and like actually teach you know how fucking yeah. cool that like That'd a be real so like cool. straight from Brazil Brazilian Jiu Jitsu mm-hmm. um instructor. Because I think that's like the hard part. You get a lot of the people talking the hype and you get some guy that knows a little bit about it mm-hmm. and so like they start trying to teach it, but like getting a hardcore like yeah. from B- Brazil, like South American, like yeah, I f- teaching jujitsu. Like be- I want to go to Victory really bad, but like the thing is, I don't know. I just I feel like because they're they're not strictly focused on jujitsu, right? Yeah, it's everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I would want like straight up which. Like, I- learn from the best obviously you want a fucking brazilian because it's yeah, brazilian yeah. jiu-jitsu right yeah so and i see where you're coming from but at the same time like a person like me mm-hmm. like zach myers like no matter what gym i go into i'm gonna benefit from it yeah. like oh yeah just it's... because my knowledge is like so like mm-hmm. i i basically place, have none yeah so. you'll really get a, a good base you know and that's mm-hmm. really because i can't imagine some some top you know jiu-jitsu pr- uh, practicers coming to canton like the gracies they're not coming oh, they're not going to no. come to canton ohio no but way if you want to build a real good base and just learn the some of the you know easier techniques i would definitely go there because yeah they're, they're legit they're very oh legit. yeah I, i'm sure they're legit i'm just the jiu-jitsu like, teacher was about twice the size of the striking teacher he was a hulk really yeah i'm not even that's joking. funny as hell because jujitsu is for little people exactly and that dude like he was good as fuck yeah god that gets me like so like just giddy god i wish i had more he'd roll with you too he would he would be like okay listen here's what you're doing wrong and here's what you need to do yeah there was no bullshit you know he didn't okay say oh it's okay you can just do that he'd be like okay here's what you need to do he would you'd literally be 
You'd have him in full mount. Not full mount, excuse me, full guard. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't even remember what it's called. That's fine. And he would tell you how to get out of it and how to beat him. Okay. But of course, you couldn't do that because he's, yeah, well, obviously, he's a fucking expert. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely. I wanted. I was thinking about over the summer because I, I want to uh, see about like working days at my job, um, so that I can have the nights off because I miss nights a lot. But um, yeah, I was. I was definitely thinking about uh, trying out some jujitsu over the summer at uh, at Victory just to get it get a taste of it. Like I, I've uh, wrestled uh, all my middle school and. Right, which um, I'm jealous of. Like, I have no basis. Yeah. No I, I miss that shit. Yeah. Like, it was... And I, I quit, what, uh, after my sophomore year in high school. And that was, like, one thing I was like, man, I should not have quit fucking wrestling. Because I loved it. Like, I hated the practices, but it's the best feeling when you actually win by yourself. Like, you're the only... you. Like, you know how to execute it. Yeah, like, like you yeah. you physically overpower this other person. And it's just like, it's such a rush. That's literally, ever since I met Kyle, that's the moment I've been waiting for. That's the only reason why <laughs> I'm still friends with him, because I have yet to see him <laughs> truly fight someone. Like, not to the death, but like, in a, like, fight a stranger that has no idea what they're getting themselves into. Uh-huh. Like, I've... I wouldn't say I wouldn't say yeah. Coming to a city near you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wouldn't say. Shit, I lost my train of thought. Um, You want to see Kyle fight somebody? Yes, but um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. okay. Yeah. If you think about it. Oh no, I wouldn't say I've like ever sparred with Kyle, Mm -hmm. but Kyle's like tried to teach some things to me, and I know I sounds like I'm jerking Kyle off right now, but (laughs) I mean I I jerk off. I like it. So, but go ahead. Like the thing about is Kyle is like he's such a good teacher. Like he'll teach me basics. I'm not saying like Kyle's a professional by any means, but Mm -hmm. I'm saying like he'll teach me basics, and I'm not saying he sparred with me, but he'll he'll tell me what I did wrong and like take me down and like stuff like that. I don't know. It sounds weird because it's not a professional setting, but yeah. uh, it's hard to describe. I don't know why I even went off into that. Tent. <laughs> but um, that, that's what okay, you bro. need though, you know? Right. You're yeah. Just going to get thrown into a situation where, you know, you're rolling with a guy that's going to immediately. Right. I think that's what got me on it is you yeah. saying that the, the lead jujitsu guy at victory, you say he'll just roll with anybody. And I think that's cool as hell because Mm -hmm. that's that's what I want. Like, not to be intimidated by people, but like hands on training. Hands on, definitely for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, be definitely want to get into uh, jujitsu sometime soon, and I'm hoping my chiropractor uh, gets into gear on that whole uh, opening a gym thing because that would be freaking awesome. Oh, that'd be tight. That would be sick. Do you think of all the areas he could do that now, like Belden, Washington Square? even like the green area like oh yeah there's there's so, there's much so many areas like with well developed in the just between canton green and akron that he could open that gym and just yeah. have fuck he could have a second location within a year like yeah it's insane for sure yeah that'd be that'd be awesome i'm hoping he does it but uh let's move on with these fights we went off on a Bit of oh yeah, we did. We really did. Tangent there. I but, have uh, a, a question though for you both. Um, yeah. What's that? 
How would you feel if Damian Maya fought Tyron Woodley, the current welterweight champ? That'd be tough, because Tyron Woodley, he's a striker, right? Yeah, he's a real striker. And I've, I've only seen one fight with him. I mean, I'm not even joking when I've, like, I jumped from, like, Chuck Liddell, Forrest Griffin, Tito Ortiz, day, Ortiz days okay. to maybe, like, late last year fights. Okay, Or, like, okay. UFC. So, yeah. I mean, I'm... Somewhat new, but I've been studying up real hard. I have freaking UFC fight pass. I watch okay, fight cool. fights literally like as much as I can. And but uh, I'd like to. I'd. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to. I don't know how it would play out. I'm just really because they're completely different. They have completely different games. Yeah. And I just it might just be like one of those fights like uh. Like Wonder Boy and that was Tyrone Woodley, Tyrone yep. Wood, where yep. they just fucking danced the whole time. I yeah. can't comment on this entire conversation, so I'm gonna go pee real quick. All right, that's fine. But yeah, that that like that fight pissed me off. I mean, I get it that you're trying to be like a strategic fighter and all this stuff, and like you're trying to, um, you know, pick your pick your shit wisely so that you're not the one on the ground. But geez, like. If you're gonna go all five rounds of just dancing around, maybe a little jab every once in a while. Never, it's never not leave worth it to it. the judges. Right, exactly. You're you're taking a big risk mm-hmm. because you, no matter how much effort you could put in, you could still lose because at the end of the day, it's not your decision. It's the three people that are sitting there watching yeah. you. Yeah, and um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe uh, that everybody gets paid like kind of like a flat rate. Like there's no like win for an for a knockout or i mean there's no no extra money for like a knockout and shit like that right no unless you get uh the knockout of the night yeah or, yeah the the I move think, of I the think night that's how it still goes i'm not yeah yeah sure. no that's that's definitely how it goes but yeah I, if you just knock someone out you're not you're not you know, gonna you're not guaranteed anything yeah it's what you you signed on the contract exactly and so i feel like if they put like a, a little a little fight bonus for finishing around finishing the fight without leaving it to the judges, that would open up for a lot more better fights because these last couple pay-per-view fights, everybody's just playing it safe, and it pisses yeah. me off. Yeah. And There's more incentive for them to perform if they actually yeah. have a, a reward to mm-hmm. go off of. Yeah, like fight nights have become so much better than like the, the big pay-per-view events because fight nights, are I mean, they're just... I mean, they still get a shit ton of money, but it's not on a platform like... Where everybody knows about it, yeah, you know, because yeah. um, uh, you know who uh, I want to say John Dotson, yeah, <laughs> his last fight he just danced around the whole time, which is cool. I mean, it's he was, I'm pretty sure he won, but I mean, you're in a fucking cage. Let's like, especially a guy like him. He, I don't know if you've ever seen the Ultimate Fighter, but I I watched him when he mm-hmm. was on the Ultimate Fighter. I watched that season and. That dude was so cocky because he would knock people the fuck out. Yeah. He was a little crazy motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And then you have a fight like that, and then you see him on Twitter or Instagram trying to defend himself. Like, oh, people don't know how smart fighters fight. And it's just like, I get that, but it's it's for the entertainment. Yeah. No, people people go to that shit to see people get knocked the fuck out. You want the money, then start performing, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Start throwing punches. I mean, dude, you got to take a risk every once in a while. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna get up on the main card or like the pay per view events unless you are a crazy motherfucker in, in the fucking octagon. 
It's like the only people that can really get away with that is like the okay the Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao fight. Mm. I mean, you could play that fight a thousand times, and people would still pay all the fucking money in the world. I would never and, pay for that. And shit. And they could still just dance around and do nothing the whole time, just like the first fight. Yeah. Right. But I mean, they, those are big names. When you got someone like John Dotson, people are like, Garen. Who? Who's John Dotson? Yeah. yeah. He's, not a, he's not a big household name. No. I mean, I, I enjoy watching him. Oh. I've, I've seen, like, his other fights. The dude's antics are hilarious. Yeah. On the Ultimate Fighter, that dude cracked me up with the shit that he would say. Really? Yeah, I never... What what season was that? Do you know? I think that was TJ Dillashaw's season. Okay. Um, well, you look that up. We're gonna, we're gonna move forward because we keep fucking backtracking. Damn it. It's so easy. Yeah, I don't um, know if we're backtracking, but... I mean, we, we keep, yeah. like, I keep saying let's move forward, and then we go off on a tangent. Was, you know? Yeah. Team Bisping versus Team Miller. That was Mayhem. Ooh. Michael, uh, his name? Mayhem? Mayhem like, Miller. bully yeah. beatdown? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> J- Jason Miller, I'm sorry. Okay. Michael Bisping and Jason Miller. Are you about to play Joanna versus Jessica Andrade? Yeah. And Andrade? Joanna Champion, because nobody can uh, pronounce that fucking last name. Look yeah. at that. J E D R Z E J C Z Y K. Yeah, it's like June Check. Oh my. These fucking hits, dude. Yeah. Blam! Dude, and she just keeps trucking, man. Slam. Blam. Greatest freaking kickboxing. It was It was just like a. Oh my god. Boosh! And do you see her? Have you, like, seen her, like. Her oh hands when she when she goes in for those jabs, it's almost like she flicks her wrist or some shit. Like so, she gets like, wow, Boom. that was a huge difference. Um, she like, uh, she like kind of almost gives it gives her punches more momentum. Yeah, I'm. But yeah, I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm trying to watch the slow mo to see if I can notice that. Yeah, well, uh, but I, there's definitely something to them because she hits. Fucking hard, dude. Yeah, she was knocking on Draj left and right. She hit so hard. She, like I, I don't understand. Like that, Andraj's chin was insane. I was like, how is she not? Like she would, she you know, uh, recoil a little bit from the from getting hit. But other than that, she would go straight forward. It wasn't until like the last couple of rounds that you could see that she wasn't all there. That Andraj wasn't all there. Like yeah. in, her, in her head, you could see in her like in her face that she was just like. And that's what where the fuck blows my mind is how long she stayed in. Yeah, this was a, a this was for the belt, right? Yeah, and so it was it was uh, five five minute rounds. That's twenty five minutes of getting your fucking ass handed to you in a cute little basket. Fucking insane. The cutest basket. The cutest basket. You get two women that could literally beat the shit out of most dudes. Oh, here we go. And you put them in a cage together. Uh, and I mean, there's the welterweight champ, Joanna. She's fucking hot too, though. I would definitely let her beat me up. Let her beat me. Up. <laughs> Look at that fucking fully extended arm. Jesus Christ. Look at those those traps. Yeah, she was she was landing that shit left and right. Oh my kicks. god. Um, I'm trying to think if, if this is a fight that she was just tearing up. Yeah, I think Andrade's leg. Oh my. Like god. it was literally just a huge fucking welt on her leg. Big red, like it almost looked like it. Yeah, see it right there. Damn it! Oh, to the face, to the face. And she just kept like, 
Joanna was just walking, was like just running away, getting her in a trap, you know, powering for, and just like Andrade would just kept coming back for more. Of course, Nate Diaz, number one. Oh, dude. Did you did you guys uh, ever see the like Cub Swanson uh, versus Duho Choi's fight? No, no, no. We're just gonna go on this little tangent real quick because okay. this is. I didn't oh even know those God. numbers existed. Those are contact numbers. Uh huh. That's insane. Yeah, she she landed. I had no idea they hit that what? high. Okay. Yeah, two hundred twenty-five significant strikes. These are just significant strikes. That's a lot of fucking strikes. Yeah, I have no idea how they figure that out, but that's impressive as fuck. Um, Cup Swanson versus Duho. God damn it. Vis Duho Choi. That's a cool name, though. Duho. Duho Choi. Highlight. Highlight. There it is. Are you guys ready for this? Have you, Kyle, no. have you seen this? No, sir. Oh, man. Full yeah, screen that shit. Music off. Wait, settings. Do who turn, your, turn your quality all the way up. Yeah, that's on 1080. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is probably. Oh, does ripped. it go higher? So, um, this is 4K TV, man. No, this is it. This is all. This is all we got. This is back in the day. This was just last year. This was the fight of the year last year. But they, this, it was literally the most insane fight. Like I watched this maybe a month or two ago, and I was literally screaming in my living room. Oh my god, those knees! Cub Swanson, probably he's probably turned out to be uh, one of my favorite fighters lately. Cause okay, he, which one's which? I'm sorry. Cub Swanson Cub, is the tats. Okay. Yeah, and Duho Choi is obviously the uh, white shorts. Oriental. The what? Um. But yeah, it was just—it was literally just the most insane strike fest ever. They were going at each other. Oh my god! Do you see this dude, Duho Choi? He looks like a little fucking kid. He's like twenty-three something years old, I believe. Maybe I don't know. Oh my 24. god, dude! Left and right. Wasn't, oh my god! Wasn't getting knocked out. Like he—he he got stunned a few times. But he was right back in it. He's still throwing hard fucking punches. He's, he's Look at this. Oh back my god, forth. dude. Yeah. You want to talk about one of the best fights of all time? It's Cub Swanson yes! and Duho Choi. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> it gets you hype. It does. Because there's no really underdog. They're both going fucking at it. Uh-huh. Yeah, like you think, oh, he's done. Nope. Turn oh around. my god! And then, and then you, you, you're like, oh, Cub Swanson's done. Nope. Takes oh, Duho's done. Nope. Wow. It's literally just the worst scrap in the fucking world. Back and forth. And we got what? Four minutes of that. Yeah, and they're like That's Cub insane. Swanson. Started kind of like fucking out around with. He's gassed. Who's gassed? Oh my gosh, he's still landing shots. It's insane. And the fucked up thing is, do like Duho Choi. He's super freaking good. Like he is. He's a. Uh, he's a knockout artist. Like he just. Oh my god. Murks people. What just happened? Yeah. Look at those. 
Yeah, Duho Choi murks people, but you will never probably ever see him on like like a, a big uh, pay-per-view. Maybe, because this was a main, main, I believe was a main event for a fight night. Just those this hits fight. that Swanson was landing, like for someone to... Damn it. Lower the for someone to just take all of that and keep going, like mm-hmm. never in my life. Yeah, can you imagine? No, no, I can't. Like just <laughs> I being. Can't. I I always thought about that. Like I was nervous as shit. Like when I would would go like before a wrestling match. Like I was always nervous. But like the funny thing was when you were out there, you didn't realize anything because I mean we weren't able to punch each other, but you still got like cross faced. Um, they're rubbing their head up against your head. That shit fucking hurts. But you don't realize it at the time. And then these UFC fighters, not only are they rubbing each other's head, heads against each other, and, you know, they're also punching each other, kicking each other, taking each other down, and some insane... Damn it, this video isn't fucking going. Yeah, I'm sorry. And My some... Wi-Fi's fucked up. Like, they're just... These guys are getting in the octagon just to possibly win or possibly get the fuck beat out of them like they it's such a crazy sport but i love it because it's just like it's like the basic the most fundamental sport you can have like it's literally two guys up against each other the strongest is gonna win and all all that like the their only thing is their only weapons are their hands and their their legs and They're shit. Deadly fucking weapons. Like it's basically just like a naked like not literally naked, but like it's a naked sport where it's just like you and this other guy and that's it. You have to fucking no finish this dude. Yep. Yeah, there's no like freaking first down and blah blah blah. No bullshit. Any, anything could happen. Yeah. Anybody can get knocked yeah, out. Yeah, no, like this this fight, like you you think like in UFC fights, oh this guy's gonna win. And they're they're just slaughtering this other person, and then the other person comes in with a really good jab or like right or left hook. It's all it takes. Shit's done. Mm-hmm. It's all it takes. And that it's it's yep. amazing. Yeah. I wish I really wish that maybe we can skip ahead on this one. See if uh, this one works. We're at uh, a minute six right now. Oh, okay. So, so I don't know if there's anything else we really wanted to cover i'm cool with just talking ufc all right yeah let's uh let's go let's go back into this shit so we, we okay. talked about uh um andraj and um joanna champion so that that was a really good fight um well i mean it wasn't it wasn't a balanced fight um but i mean honestly i don't think anybody expected anything less than uh this outcome i honestly thought there was going to be a finish in this fight but it never it never happened it was just Andrade has a freaking heavy fucking chin and she just would not go down it's insane so on to the maid event there's no internet connection oh fuck well Junior Dos Santos that ruined the fun but uh, well, that's weird cause I'm still on my wifi well, it's it says that my I'm still on Fruitcake Network, but uh, hey, you can't say my network like <laughs> right. I just no, it's it. true. The name of my Wi-Fi is Fruitcake Fruitcake Network. So, yeah, there's uh, uh, 
Um, Stipe Miocic, did you you guys know he's he fights out of uh, Independence, Ohio? Yes, sir. I did not know that. Yes, really? Sir. Mm-hmm. Independence. Yep. Where we get melt all the time. Right down the road. Do yep. We? And I'm he, kill you. he's the current belt. Or he I'll kill you, Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> the clown has no penis. No penis. But, um, Stipe, current heavyweight belt holder, um, this is uh, their second fight. Uh, Dos Santos won the first time, I believe, to a uh, decision, even though I thought that Stipe Miocic won. But pff, apparently people, the judges thought otherwise. So Stipe lost the first uh, fight between them, and uh, Junior Dos Santos obviously won. So this next fight... Um, Stipe's got the belt instead of Junior. And um, so you think it's probably going to be a good fight, right? Stipe comes out. He's all intense and shit. Like, he's, he looks like he's about ready to fucking kill somebody. And then, did I say Stipe? Was I just describing Stipe? Okay, yeah. I, meant, I meant that to be uh, Junior. He okay. came out looking like he was about ready to fucking kill somebody. Okay, okay. And uh, Stipe Miocic, he comes out, nothing on his face. Like, he just looked like... He was, he was just a blank slate. Like you couldn't tell where his mind was or anything. Really? Yeah. And he comes out to some fucking MGK bullshit. Obviously, because you know <laughs> Eastside Cleveland wild boy. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, it, like from the beginning. Oh fuck! Now I feel fucking dumb. What? Miochik's a fucking Cleveland fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No. No. God yeah. Damn it, dude. Why? Because it's like public that I said, oh, he's in independence? <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck me, dude. Nah, it's all good, bro. It's all good. I didn't even realize, so. Dumbass. We'll just edit this out. We'll edit this out. No, we won't. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It'll be real funny. Um. Anyways, so. MGK. <laughs> yeah, so they come out and, you, like, I was oh, like, oh, man, boy. Junior looks ready to go. Stipe just looks, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And in the first, uh, there we go. Um, let's go back. Watch the highlights now that we got the internet back. Um, internet is back. Let's see. <clears throat> where is it? Where to easy it. There it is. Okay. So, uh, pretty, pretty quick fight. It was... Uh, in a first round uh, TKO, I want to say. Um, Dos Santos, uh, obviously not being the or according to the highlights, he's not, I mean he's not the aggressor whatsoever. Uh, Stipe pretty much had control the whole time. Um, Damn. And which is crazy because Dos Santos's game is solely based on boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Are they not going to show the freaking... What the hell happened? Here we go. Watch this. Okay, stop going to that one... He lands that right there. Obviously. As we see. Round one. Are they not going to show the knockout? Was that... Is oh, that, here it is. Here it comes. Is that here not comes. the knockout that they're showing? See, this is what started it all. This, uh... This right. And then... Uh, Dos Santos goes down. I guess we'll just fill in the blanks because they're not going to show the fucking knockout or the uh, the execution. Um, 
but yeah, it's uh, Dos Santos on the button. Dos Santos goes down, and Stipe just lays into him until he gets called off. And that was it. Uh, first round knockout. Um, apparently on here it says Miocic 14 wins by knockout. That's a lot of people get knocked out. But by knockout. And again, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off of uh, what Brendan Schaub said. So nobody's like. So if anybody's listening who also listens to the Big Brown Breakdown, they're not gonna be like, oh, he stole that shit. But I mean, I was thinking about it too. It's Ohio. And this guy, he trains out of Independence, Ohio. When you look at most fighters, they're either training out of their like home country, like Brazil or you know, uh, California. Uh, there's places in Albuquerque, like Holly Home and um, Donald Cerrone, are out of Albuquerque, I believe. So you don't you don't really see any fighters like actually in their hometown. They kind of gravitate towards um, the Southwest. Yeah, places that. There, where there's kind of like a lot of a uh, hub, the bigger, yeah, the bigger gyms like mm-hmm. Greg Jackson and yeah, exactly, AKA and yeah, Tenth uh, Planet and all that bullshit yeah. and yeah, and he's fighting out of Independence, Ohio. So I mean, what could his competition be like in his his training camps? Like I just I think it's amazing that he can win. He's this be, the best heavyweight in the world. But he's fighting out of modest Independence, Ohio, where there's probably not really that many, uh, like, MMA uh, superstars like, uh, you know, Jiu-Jitsu and Muay Thai. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. It's, I think it's just absolutely insane that he can pull this off and, and not have all those influences around him. Yeah, it's just like Conor McGregor. Same gym, man. Since yeah. he first started. Same, mm-hmm. same gym in Ireland, you know? Yeah, but I feel like people, more better people, have gravitated towards that place now as he got bigger. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. But yeah, Stipe, he's just—I mean, he's basically his uh, his fight team is basically—I mean, just his friends and shit. Like he doesn't really have like high-profile MMA fighters and all that stuff on his uh, his team. He just has his freaking crew, and that's it. His entourage. So, hey, it works for him though. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I got for uh, for UFC two eleven. UFC. Yeah. And then two eleven. Um, I mean, do you guys want to talk about one more little thing? Yeah, I mean, we're at uh one fourteen right now, so uh, on okay. average we got fifteen more minutes. I mean, we usually do an hour and a half. So yeah, yeah, no. I, um, um, on on the subject of UFC, um, I listened to a great interview again. Big Brown breakdown. Brennan Schaub uh, brought in um, Chris Cyborg uh, yesterday um, for a sit down. It was her and her boyfriend, and cyborg. Um, so she is possibly one of the best of all time uh, women UFC fighters, and she—you haven't seen her in what two years since like what 2014? I want to say since Strike Force, right? Uh, she's she's fought some UFC. Really? She has a contract with UFC. Oh, I didn't know that. But okay. nobody's giving her fights. And the whole reason that this has started out is because um, 
it was found in her drug test uh, that she she had steroids in her system. But the thing was, it was prescribed by the doctor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, this it wasn't like it was prescribed. I mean, steroids are steroids, but when it's prescribed for a certain reason, I've, you kind of got to be lenient with that. I mean, she yeah. probably had something bad, and it was probably didn't contribute to any, like, muscle gain or anything. It was just to help her get better. Yeah, I mean, I've had and, poison ivy a, no, a number of times, and that's what they give you, steroids. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I forget what her case was, but yeah. So she she had that in her system. They had a. She never got suspended. It was a two month investigation, and that was it. But everybody thought that she was like suspended. But now she's not getting any fights. And um, at first, um, we've talked about like how media misconstrues shit before. And oh, all, all the bullshit. fucking time, dude. Yeah. All the time. And this is another case where it's like. The media has basically villainized Chris Cyborg. I mean, she is she's a fucking monster of a woman. Yeah. Um, and she she just clobbers the shit out of everybody she fights. Um. But the she she should have fights, but nobody like Dana White is. Uh, what weight class is Cyborg in? Um. I forget. Uh. I want to say it's around like the one. Uh, wait, damn it! <laughs> wait, class. <laughs> I wanted to laugh at that, but I was yawning and I couldn't. Wait, last video. Um. I okay, can't. this this refreshes my memory a shit ton now. Okay. Um. Her weight. Is one forty five, which would have been uh, featherweight. So um, Dana White comes out and he's like, "Oh, I've offered her fights plenty of times, and she she hasn't like bit." But the thing with these fights that Dana White's been offering her, it's been in the class. Uh, it's been in the weight class one thirty five, and um, for whatever reason, Chris Cyborg can't can't get down healthily to that weight, so she has to refuse it. But here's Dana White saying, That's weird. we offered you this fight. You didn't take it. And but the fight was at an unrealistic weight. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, she's being painted as this bad guy. Like, that she's the one that's, uh, you know, um, uh, not wanting to fight. When it in actu- all actuality, she wants to fight. But she can't. Like, nobody... First of all, nobody wants to fight Chris Cyborg. Like, you ask somebody, they're going to be like, uh, let me think about that. Hell no. Nah. Like, you're not going to want to get your fucking ass handed to you. Even, like, you know you're going to get your ass handed to you. And so nobody wants to fight her. And then the one the the fight that she can get is at 135. She can't make that. So now she's this villain. But, yeah, the whole podcast. She, she can't make that because she's lighter than that? No, she's heavier. Okay, that's what yeah. I she just she can't she can't go down that low like without Damn. you know just completely breaking down. But are there other fighters that could potentially make that weight class to begin with though? I'm sure, yeah, but nobody at, wants at, to at her level. You know, like are there enough fighters to actually make that weight class happen in the UFC? Well, they basically. I'm pretty sure they made a weight class for her. Okay, at, I think at 145, they made that weight class specifically so that she could fight. And now nobody is stepping up to her. 
even though she's she's been asking for fights and um fuck i didn't realize john is at 115 that's light as fuck yeah because there's yeah. a lot of fights and um excuse me um the ufc women's division where you know it's really one-sided mm-hmm. like you look when ronda rousey first started out she was whooping everybody's ass yeah and now she's getting her ass whooped and then that that fight that just happened this weekend i mean that girl got the shit beat out of her yeah no you know? what are you talking about uh ronda S- skill levels in the ufc you know maybe like i understand her point of view but maybe from dana Waite's point of view that a division women's featherweight maybe with that that isn't as uh i want to say developed as maybe no. a 135, 125. No, because, okay. I mean, it's, it's a new weight class. Exactly. exactly. But, I mean, I'm sure you could still get some people like like uh, awesome, Conor yeah. McGregor. He he jumps up and jumps down weight classes all the time to fight people. But those those are more developed, though. There's a, yeah, lot, of, yeah, there's a lot more names and there's a deeper w- roster in those divisions, whereas the women's, it's... Yeah, it's pretty You don't really hear about it, you know. I don't want to say anything controversial, but you don't really hear about heavier women fighters. No. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Where else yeah. do they fight besides the UFC? And that that's uh uh kind of segues into like Ronda Rousey how she's um like she was like one of the greatest fighters at that time. Yeah. But I, I think the reason she was so great, she's like the babe like compared to Babe Ruth of baseball. Like Babe Ruth, he came in at an early time. He was the best of the best, but could he stack up to today's MLB players? No, not a no. chance. He he no. would be like not even in a farm. But league. isn't that widespread? Isn't that just across the board? Like the whole Michael Jordan, LeBron James argument. Like obviously yeah. oh, LeBron yeah, no. James is yeah. a far better athlete. Like if LeBron James played in, at the same time as Michael Jordan with LeBron James skill level now, fucking destroyed, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. Would be breaking records more than he is right now. Yeah. But yeah. Like how that's the thing it's so hard to to I guess put limits or actual like understanding on those arguments like how can you even like the training's different training has developed fucking tenfold yeah the exercises that these guys do to train and not just NBA basketball but in, in all sports training for UFC you take UFC from 2000 Almost 20 years later now. Think about it. 20 years later almost. Yeah. 2017. Like, mm-hmm. fucking tenfold. Like, it's insane. You have yeah. those opening rounds where people just run at each other, throwing bombs. Yeah. And nowadays, it's like, okay, touch gloves. Mm-hmm. Let's back up. Yeah, let's figure it out. Yeah, you know? it's it's just a lot. Right. There's a lot more competition. And I think Ronda Rousey, she was kind of like, she was a pioneer. And people just started figuring it out girls started showing up and that maybe weren't on the scene before and all that stuff and they were they were possibly just as good and yeah she's, yeah, they, pre- she's predictable you know she, mm-hmm. she did the same thing almost every fight yeah she'd take them down and she'd arm bar them oh yeah didn't she win like the majority of her fights by first minute arm bar mm-hmm. like, yeah was, submissions left and right it's and pretty sure. one-dimensional after a while yeah. you know mm-hmm. you, you see that and you're like yeah. okay so and what, what to do is stop her from getting me to the ground yeah. and then build from there. Right. And what blows my mind is, like, how do you not see that vulnerability vulnerability <laughs> as a fighter? Like, wouldn't you kind of, like, get the hint that, like, 
well, shit, I've been doing the same thing for all these fights. Yeah, like, well, especially the at, thing at, with at the Ronda level Rousey. of Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, the thing with her is um, her coaching. Like okay, yeah, um, boils down to is the coach. Yeah, yeah, because she was she was with this guy. Um, I for, do you know? Do you remember his name at all? I don't know his name. But um, yeah, it just wasn't the right coach for for her. She lost to well, might have been at first, but yeah, didn't evolve. Oh yeah, no, yeah, might yeah, for sure. But um, she lost to who is that? She lost to home, Holly home yeah, first. She knocked her. And so, like everybody's saying, oh, you need to, you need to chill out on this coach. Maybe go find somebody else. Mm-hmm. She didn't. She stayed with that coach. And uh, then she goes I against see. Nunez, and she gets her ass handed to her. Yeah. And it's just like, told you so. And now, now she's not it, even like gonna. I don't even think she's gonna consider coming back to the UFC. Even though I bet, which is a shame. Yeah, I mean she's a totally. great athlete. Yeah, she would, she would do exactly. great. She has the base. Yeah, yeah. It's just she needs to freaking change her coaching up, and um, yeah. I mean that's and it's like I hate to always make that same relation to music, but like when I'm writing a song mm-hmm. or I'm playing with someone, I can I notice when I'm doing like the same fills or the same tempos yeah. or the same beat. It's like I don't want to do this. Like. I've done this before. Gotta it's boring, sense. and I know when people listen to this, or in her case, people watch this, they're gonna they're gonna catch on. Yeah. Like even if you're not musically talented, you're gonna catch on. For sure. And it's like, okay, am I working with people who who push me to get better and try new things, or am I working with people who are like, yeah, dude, that's working. Just stick with it. Yeah. And it's like, no, I want to be with people who. Uh, uh, inspire me to get better. Right, and that's and she can keep her her coach. She should just bring in other people to help her. Like, other yeah. influence. I don't. I I hate to keep bringing him up, but Conor McGregor, um, Eddie Alvarez pointed this out a lot. But Conor McGregor brought in brought in two jujitsu coaches after he got tapped out by um, Nate Diaz. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he kept saying, "Oh, why do you have two jujitsu coaches?" Well, it's fucking obvious. <laughs> yeah, because working you got on tapped my fucking weakness. Jujitsu, you. So he's still keeping his base. He still has his home gym, his home coach, but he's bringing in other guys to help him out. And if Ronda yeah. Rousey simply brought in a better, a better, excuse me, a better striking coach, yeah, then because he understands his weakness, yeah, she wouldn't, she wouldn't be getting creamed right. so much. And that's he understands his threat. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. said, "I'll accept why I lost, but I guarantee you, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it doesn't happen again." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's why that motherfucker is. Like number one, yeah, right. He's, he's, he's Smitty Worman Man right. Jenkins Schmitter. It's all up here. It's in his, it's in his brain. He was number one. <laughs> he's got the mental toughness, <laughs> and a lot of Fuck them, you. Did, like, um, was didn't uh, Ronda Rousey not have any press for her last fight? It was agreed upon in the contract that she oh she had press. Okay, I th- she I, had hardcore press. Amanda Nunes had none. Because I thought that she wasn't gonna do any press for her previous fight. Actually, no, I'm thinking about uh, just promotion. I don't know if she did any Like any of the press, press conferences? I don't know. Because, yeah, that's that's one thing that everybody was saying was she's too she, she's becoming too much of a celebrity now. She was too afraid to go out after her loss. and Yeah. And then she got knocked out again. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I don't know. It just sucks because she, she, I mean, she's a, a pretty cool girl if you ever watch her interviews. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I really like her. 
But, but I, I don't like her. She in the didn't take cage. the necessary steps to improve and evolve in the UFC. Yeah, and now she's not even gonna try. She's just gonna squander it all. Which I mean, it's it's UFC. I understand that you know you don't um, you don't want to. I mean, it's a brutal sport, so you don't want to just keep going. Even though, you, like, I'd, I'd probably honestly quit after two getting knocked out two times. Like, that's that's some heavy shit. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of brain damage. That's, I mean, that hard of a concussion, no. I would, I, I mean, I think for her health, she'd made the right choice. But I feel like she, if she gave it a shot, that wouldn't happen again. If she really, really wanted to improve herself, she, would, she wouldn't, you know, get knocked out ever again. She would be a champion but i don't think that's gonna happen i think she's just gonna stay that's, that's one of those universal opinions back. too you know you, you see your favorite fighters and you're like you know if they really applied themselves mm-hmm. you know would, would would this outcome happen or yeah would it be the other way around but a lot of times they honestly just don't want it right no it comes it's down like to uh, them personally you know you sit there and think okay that like john jones you know that dude has so much potential, but if he's going to keep going back to the dumb shit that he does, mm-hmm. nothing's ever going to come out of it. But I mean, let's be honest he uh, he would do cocaine and shit like within the week of his fights, and he would still beat the fuck out of everybody. Exactly. No but yeah, he he made some bad choices and shit. Exactly. As far as the hit and run thing, I mean, did you ever listen to uh, his interview with Joe Rogan? Yeah, he called him out. Yeah. Like, hey, why'd I mean, you do that? You know. Who called who out? Joe Rogan called. Uh, John out. John out. Yeah, I need to listen to that. Yeah, it's it's a good episode. Um, and it makes you. It made me understand a lot more about the whole situation because, again, I was looking at at it one sided from the media, and everybody plays him to be such a uh, such a villain. John Jones to be such a villain, like some coke fiend, blah blah blah. I mean, he was still getting it done, and he was he was still snort. I mean, I mean, it's not good, but uh, I mean, he he it was able. Illegal. He was. It wasn't legal, but he, he was able to party and still beat the fuck out of all these guys. Like, he, yeah. all his fights are grade A fights. And um, uh, the Cormier, did you ever uh, see the Anthony Rumpel Johnson Cormier thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Johnson, he was, he retired after that fight. And. Like I, I hear a lot that that could have been like one of the reasons he lost because he he went in there knowing that he was going to retire, like that he was going to be done. So he, and um, I mean, Brendan Schaub said it, uh, Joe Rogan said it, and it's a great point that um, you shouldn't go in there with the intent that you're going to retire right afterwards because yeah. the minute you yeah. think about retirement is the minute you're fucking done. Yeah, you go in there and. After a few punches, you're just like, okay. Yeah. I want to be done already. Yeah. That, like, that really pissed me off that he, like, did that. He was like, oh, I'm fucking done after this. He, he could have won. He, yeah. He, he has. If he applied himself. That's one of those, like, we were just talking about. He's one of those guys that if he really put himself to that level, he he could be right there with John Jones. Now, again, I don't know if he could beat John Jones because, I mean, it's no. John Jones. But, yeah. To me, Daniel Cormier is not that impressive. So no, I, I, I don't think so at all. He's a good wrestler, but it, I mean, the dude's just not mentally there. I mean, I'm sure you've seen the interview where John Jones goes, "I beat you after a weekend on." Coke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the whole time, 
people are like, oh, Daniel Corman, he's dogging John Jones, but he's not. He's like shivering. He's quirky. He's yeah. He's freaking out. The the dude's obviously mentally gone. He's so pissed off at John Jones that he's not there. You know. Yeah. He, he's not mentally stable. Yeah. Right. That, no. Which doesn't work in the octagon. Not at all. You can't have emotions in the octagon. Yeah, and and after that that. Uh that fight with uh, Anthony Johnson, he was like, I don't think you're ready, uh, John Jones. And it's like, how the fuck are you going to say that to fucking John Jones? Yeah, like, you're asking for a beating. <laughs> was, he, was, he not, was he not ready after that weekend of being hungover and doing lines of coke and fucking bitches? He was fucking ready as shit. So <laughs> he <won>. if you, <laughs> Yeah, if, if you think that this motherfucker is not going to be ready after, what, like a, a year two-year hiatus then you're you're freaking retarded like this guy is obviously no matter what he's gonna come out and fucking kill yeah mm, yeah if the bell's on the line he's gonna be there he's gonna show up 100 percent. oh yeah hungover or not he's gonna fucking kick your ass there, there's gonna be some ring rust for sure but mm-hmm. ultimately i think that he's gonna he's gonna get the job done yeah there's there's no way that Daniel Cormier can win unless unless he gets lucky and knocks him out. Yeah, and the There's other no thing way. with the retirement thing. No way. DC, he's got he's well, got first his... of all, he's got to make weight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there, no, no towels, please. No <laughs> towels. Yeah, you can be naked, but no towels, bruh. But the thing is, I think DC's just gonna go downhill from here because he's he's doing a lot more like uh, fight analytics. Like he's he was on the he was with. Uh, Anik and Rogan on two eleven commentating. But I mean, how does that hurt him at all? Because it's it's not he's not focusing one hundred percent on his fucking game. I think he's just it's how, because he's but doesn't that fights. allow him to uh reflect unbiasedly See, on a fight? It comes back to like the whole retirement thing with uh with Anthony Rumpel Johnson. Um like he went in knowing that he was he went into his last fight with Daniel Cormier knowing he was gonna retire and he You think that he was gonna retire regardless either way? Oh yeah, he was. It was premeditated. He would have won. He I honestly think that he would have won mm-hmm. that fight if he went in a hundred percent. Yeah. Because if you watch the first fight between them, he rocks the shit out of Daniel Cormier. And if he would have been a hundred percent in that fight, he could have easily knocked that dude out. But he, so he, you're saying he wasn't 100% in that fight, which leads yeah. to the fact that he knew he was retiring regardless. He's a young no, dude. No, he, 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 he knew he was going to retire, and that's why he wasn't 100% in. You haven't heard Joe Rogan say like a million times that like when people go in knowing they're going to retire, that they're going to get fucking clobbered? I think I've heard that, but I think I heard – I definitely heard him say that Anthony Rebel Johnson – Realize that he doesn't want to end up being that dude that gets hit repeatedly. Oh yeah, and then has to quit because of brain damage. Yeah, no, he I was mean, avoiding that. Yeah, he he wa- but still he went in there knowing but you don't he was going to retire. I I understand your argument, but like I understand like also well I guess I don't because I'm new to UFC, but like a a winning a fight like that like. Wouldn't you be like, okay, maybe one more? Like, isn't that an option? It's definitely an option. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, maybe one more. He was gonna retire regardless. Okay. And, um, I mean, no, I'm sure I'll, no, a, I'll for sure. I'll take your word for there's it. There's a definitely. Sti- I'm sure there's a statistic out there um, that fighters that that go like 
this is my last fight. After this fight, I'm done. Um, uh-huh. I'm trying to think. Uh, he's a he's a British fighter. I cannot think of his his name, but I think it was like a few fight nights ago. It was going to be his last fight, mm-hmm. and um, he lost. And that's that's the case for most of these people who say I'm. This is going to be my last fight. This is my last hurrah. They usually always lose. So that's where I'm coming from this. From with this. So yeah. Nice. That was fucking audible, dude. Woo! I think we got that on recording. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so too. But um, it's two o'clock in the morning, and holy fuck, it is. Fucking dad's gonna pooped. kill me. So I think I'm we should end right tomorrow. here. Anything we need to wrap up with? Um. Well, for all two people who maybe listen to this podcast, um, thank you for making this this far. If you have, um, it, I know it turned into mostly a UFC recap, but yeah. fuck, dude, I enjoyed this a lot, it's, especially it's as it as someone podcast. as someone who's been looking to get into UFC more. If you listen to this not knowing a whole lot about UFC, then I feel with you because I don't know a lot at all. <laughs> but I know Coomer knows fucking a lot, and the dude is knowledgeable. And I know fucking uh, Rogers over here knows a fucking lot and is also knowledgeable. So for me, this is like talking to Joe Rogan and Eddie Bravo about it. <laughs> I know it's not even on the same level. Flat Earth, bro. But can, I can feel... Can us be Eddie Bravo, though? Yeah. <laughs> bro, I'm crazy. Yeah, okay. Crazy, it's like talking bro. to... Um, the government. <laughs> wait, who did I say it was like talking to? Eddie Bravo. The government, and man. And Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, okay, yeah. It's but, like yeah. Brendan Schaub and Joe Rogan, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's a lot better. Um but uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Brendan Rogan. Yeah, Brendan you Rogan. Can. Fuck yeah. For sure. I'll be I'll but. be Joe Shop. Yes. yes. <laughs> Joe Shop. <laughs> All right. Um but yeah, thank you. This has been episode six. And, we um this weekend, Sunday, we're not gonna be doing one. Um We're not? Oh that's right. No, Fucking yeah. Kumar will be a rock at the range. Rock on, on the range. Rock on the range. Yes. Not at the range. And me and Kyle are going to see balance and composure because we're alternative people mm. and we fight the mass so we'll be in columbus as well who knows maybe sunday we can meet up and do a podcast that's not gonna happen that'd be cool i mean use our phones or some shit yeah that'd be dope but, but um, um probably yeah not. probably not maybe later next week we'll recap the shows and i'm sure kyle gonna is gonna be a lot in on a lot more of these at least yeah, i hope for sure so mm-hmm. um let me get the garage band here and then we'll end this shit. Yep. So that's about it. This was a fun episode and we didn't even get to a lot of the other things that I wanted to talk if about. So we'll them. just, if any of them, no, yeah. we didn't. We, no, we didn't. The only thing on my list that we got to talking about was TV shows, TV shows, which was dope. We hit and real UFC hard on TV and shows and then the rest was UFC. And I TV fucking shows, love it. Video games. Blah, but, blah, blah, blah. um, we're at a minute. A minute. We're at an hour and 40. So, um, once again, thank you, everybody. This has been episode six with Amateur Hour with Zach and Zach featuring Kyle Rogers. Um, we'll catch you next time. Later. Peace. Thank you. <laughs>